Hello everyone. My name is Bipasha Nath and I'm a program associate at ADR. Welcome to our latest podcast episode on analysis of Bihar 2015 election candidates and chances of winning of crorepati candidates and candidates with criminal background. In this section, we will be discussing the nexus between crime, money and elections with a special focus on Bihar. The upcoming Bihar Assembly elections are scheduled to be held in October 2020 to elect 243 members. In 2015, the Bihar Assembly elections saw the highest voter turnout of 56.8% since the year 2000. The resulting outcome had seen Rashtriya Janata Dal leading with 81 seats, followed by Janata Dal United with 70 seats, and Bharatiya Janata Party with 53 seats. In terms of vote share, Bharatiya Janata Party came first with 24.4%, followed by Rashtriya Janata Dal with 18.4%, Janata Dal United with 16.8%, and Indian National Congress with 6.7%. The current NDA government was formed on 27 July 2017, consisting of 73 MLAs from Janata Dal United, 53 from Bharatiya Janata Party, 2 from Lok Jan Shakti Party, and 4 independent MLAs. In the 2015 assembly elections, Bihar was the first state to have photo electoral rolls with photographs of candidates on electronic voting machines. Bihar assembly elections 2020 will witness two new features. Firstly, as per Supreme Court's directions, political parties will be required to give reasons for fielding candidates with criminal background. This move, which has been lauded by the Election Commission of India, promises to act as a deterrent for the increased participation of tainted candidates over the years secondly the postal ballot rules will be applicable for voters over the age of 80 years the differently abled or those suffering from novel coronavirus and are either in home or institutional quarantine amid the covid-19 outbreak to ensure social distancing Election Commission of India stated that it has limited the number of voters to 1000 in each booth for ease of voting. It also said it has created additional 34000 polling stations which roughly equals to 45% more and will also increase the number of polling stations to 1,6000. A report produced by ADR titled Analysis of criminal, financial, education, gender, and other background details of sitting MLAs in Bihar Assembly election 2015 brings various factors into the limelight and helps us make a quick assessment of the state's political environment. Some of the findings include: out of 243 sitting MLAs analyzed, 137 or 56% MLAs had declared criminal cases against themselves. 94 or 39% had declared serious criminal cases 11 MLAs had cases related to murder and 5 had cases related to crime against women as per a party wise analysis 45 or 56% out of 81 MLAs from Rashtriya Janata Dal 34 or 50% out of 68 MLAs from Janata Dal United 34 or 63% out of 54 MLAs from Bharatiya Janata Party or 15 or 58% out of 26 MLAs from Indian National Congress and 100% out of 2 MLAs from Lok Jan Shakti Party had declared criminal cases against themselves in their affidavits further 33 or 41% out of 81 MLAs from Rashtriya Janata Dal 26 or 38% out of 68 MLAs from Janata Dal United 
19 or 35 percent out of 54 MLAs from Bharatiya Janata Party, 10 or 38 percent out of 26 MLAs from Indian National Congress, and 1 or 50 percent out of 2 MLAs from Lok Janshakti Party had declared serious criminal cases against themselves in their affidavits. Considering the financial background of candidates, out of 243 sitting MLAs analyzed, 162 or 67 percent were Karopatis. From a party-wise perspective, 52 or 76 percent out of 68 MLAs from Janata Dal United, 51 or 63 percent out of 81 MLAs from Rashtriya Janata Dal, 33 or 61 percent out of 54 MLAs from Bharatiya Janata Party, 18 or 69 percent out of 26 MLAs from Indian National Congress, and 100 percent out of two MLAs from Lok Janshakti Party. Had declared assets valued more than one crore rupees. Other background details include 94 or 39 percent MLAs declaring their educational qualification to be between fifth pass and twelfth pass, 137 or 56 percent MLAs declaring an educational qualification of graduate or above, and nine MLAs declaring just literate. Further. 128 or 53 percent MLAs had declared their age to be between 25 and 50 years, while 115 or 47 percent MLAs had declared their age to be between 51 and 80 years. Notably, out of 243 MLAs analyzed, only 28 or 12 percent MLAs were women. Interestingly, a comprehensive report produced by ADR on Bihar's political scenario reveals that there is a 56% chance of winning an election for those with criminal records, which is much higher than a 44% chances of winning for a candidate with a clean record. The Supreme Court's directions asking political parties to give reasons for fielding candidates with criminal cases has come as a much-needed intervention. Before the introduction of EVMs for casting the votes, Bihar has had a long history of electoral malpractices such as booth capturing, electoral violence, and existence of various armed senas. Hence the successful implementation of the Supreme Court's new regulations on electoral malpractices will ensure a stronger incentive for other states to follow suit. The priority therefore must remain on greater transparency and accountability in the political system. If you wish to learn more about ADR's contribution in this matter, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on our website adrindia.org or write to us at adr@adrindia.org with your feedback. We will be back in 2 weeks with another amazing episode. So stay tuned and thank you for listening.